That's right. That's right. How we do? Yeah. Nana. Uh huh. Uh. With a pop, brace yourself as the ride on top. Close your eyes as you ride, right out your side. Don't lose his mind as he grind in the tunnel. Wanna give me the cash he made off his last bundle? Yes, people, what's going on? So, um, yeah, another, um, another week of chin check. You know, you're a bonus echoes from the void content here. And, um, yeah, we're gonna be bringing you, um, UFC Moscow. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's all there was this week. Um, so yeah, let's just get into it, man, because, um, wasn't a bad card. Had some good fights, you know what I mean? So yeah, alright, buckle in. What up people? So, um, yeah, it's always great to have a European card. This week's UFC was from Moscow. It was UFC on ESPN Plus 21. Magomed Sharipov v. Cater. Um... And the great thing is, so I think this was all done by, man, I can't even remember, like 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, like usually hasn't even started at that, by that time, you know, so um, yeah, it just means that, you know, not up until five in the morning, I mean, yeah, which is yeah, it's always a good thing, right? So, um, yeah, this was a 13-fight card. Um, it wasn't, like, it wasn't bad. It, it wasn't, um, wasn't incredible. But we did have some, we had some decent fights. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. What, like... You can't really, um, can't really complain, uh, so it was, um, oh, fuck, who was, um, it was Dan Hardy, um, we had, uh, John Gooden and, um, Paul Felder on commentary, right, uh, so the early prelims, Started with um, Davy Grant against Grigoy Popov, and um, this wasn't a bad fight. So, in the first round, Grant came out hot. You know what I mean? He he was really pushing it. He was really coming with aggression, uh, and and he was throwing this kind of. Jumping sidekick, which was um really effective. You know what I mean? It, it was it was working. Um, and the other thing is, Grant was the first to go for the takedown, uh, which he got. Um, and you know when he was on top, he did land some good strikes. So um. I think that that was good. Like Grant had a good first round, especially for the fact that you know he's been away from the octagon for so long. Popoff, he wasn't a slouch though. 
I mean, this wasn't a one-sided round. Um, and Popov was throwing some really good elbows, some stepping elbows that um, were landing, you know. And um, he was implementing the clinch. And so from the clinch, he was, um, you know, he was doing well. He was doing well with the elbows in the clinch as well. Uh, and from, I think it was like a, the second takedown Grant tried, he got a really good reversal. And when he, you know, when Popov was on top, he was throwing some good ground and pound. So, um, yeah, it wasn't a bad round. Probably um, Grant did take it. He was the one bringing the majority of the pressure, um, really kind of pushing things, and he landed more. Second round, Grant, you know, he's still pressing forward. Still pressing forward. Um, Popov was, was throwing more leg kicks. At the start, though, you know, which you think, and and Grant wasn't really checking them, so it's a bit like ah, you know, he needs to um probably check those, otherwise this could go south. Ink. The weird thing with this round was so in the first round, Grant had a lot of aggression. You know, he was using a lot of pressure. This round, he was still had that pressure, but his work was a lot sloppier. You know, he was going like a couple of takedown. The first takedown he tried was very sloppy. He nearly he nearly got kind of reversed and it was just by chance when they landed they were up against the fence so Popov couldn't completely turn him which enabled Grant to take the back but when he tried um a second takedown yeah that didn't go very well and um Popov you know he was on top he um he went for a Kimura, uh, and then he um the Kimura was kind of close. It didn't land it, but he transitioned the Kimura into an armbar. Uh, Grant was able to survive, um, get on top. Like, he tried to take the back, but, um, yeah, it, you know, it just wasn't really working for him. But I think this was definitely Popov's comeback round. So it was all about the third round, really. Uh, and, yeah, this round, Popov landed more. Like, more than he was in the previous rounds. So even in the second round, Grant was probably land probably landed a bit more, but his work was sloppy, giving Popov the better positions. But in the third round, yeah, Popov was definitely having a better round. You know, um, Grant was tired, and um, yeah, his takedowns weren't great, but. I, I think he probably just did enough in the round. 
Um, it was a split decision, and um, yeah, so he did win on a split. It was a close one though, but it was mainly close because of Grant. You know, so and I I just equate it to the fact that he's been out for so long. So I think in his next fight, he should be able to calm down, um, and it should probably go better. I'd imagine. So next up, last fight in the early prelims was um, Pani Kanzad against Jessica Rose Clark. So this was actually a rematch to a fight that they had in Invicta four years ago. And I don't know why they do not like each other. So um, this fight is at bantamweight and the Grant Popoff fight was at bantamweight as well. So, um, yeah, like in the first round, man, <laughs> you know, they, they were both gunning for it. You know, it, it, it was um, very scrappy uh, and pretty full on. You know, they, they were pretty much in the phone box. You know, throwing at each other at the start. But as the round went on, um, I'd probably say that Kanzad, she kind of settled down quicker. Settled down quicker and um, really kind of fell into a boxing. You know, she was landing the better shots and coming with the more the most power, you know, she, she really kind of fell into that boxing, like, you just look at her stance, it was tight, you know, she was very controlled about it, and Clark, you know, her guard wasn't the best, uh, it was a bit open, so she, you know, she was a bit open for um, Kanzad shots, Second round, um, and, uh, yeah, Kanzad, you know, she comes out landing a lot of overhand, um, overhand shots, you know, throwing a few combos with it as well, um, Rose Clark, she did, um, she was throwing more, like, back kicks, like, body kicks, sorry, um, yeah, which was, you know, a, a smart thing because that can bring your guard down. But she didn't really stick with it. And that was a problem. Um, she did have some joy, though, uh, with the... Um, with, the uh, with the right hand, you know. She was throwing a good right for a minute. But again, I think her big problem was she didn't sustain certain things. So there'd be points when she was, um, yeah, on a nice little roll. She'd found a little rhythm, but then for some reason she just stopped doing it, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, it was weird. Because then she just became a bit predictable with what she was doing. Which then really um, helped Kanzad out. 
because she could predict the predict the attacks and just counter her and she started to pick her off with her um good movement circling around and just landing you know third round um rose clark started with a real nice combination you know um yeah she landed some some real good shots at the start some heavy shots but again they yeah again it it just fell into that oh well you know whatever i'm going to try something new now and it just stopped just stopped and she became a bit hesitant with what she was doing um you know kansad she um she was stepping into her punches you know just stepping into what she was doing and by doing that she was able to land heavier shots she was able to you know really bring that pressure and it also seemed to give her more options on her attacks you know she she was like throwing elbows throwing uppercuts like the overhand like some nice straight combinations so she was doing all of this and um yeah it it just wasn't something that um Rose Clark was um yeah she just wasn't able to do it for some reason like it was a close fight but i think Kanzad clearly won it yeah you know so it's a uh, 2-0 to her in this uh you know in this series and um i don't think there's going to be a trilogy <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah there's no need for a trilogy so um yeah that was the early prelims so we're now on the main prelim card and we are um up to lightweights it's Roosevelt Roberts against Alexander Yakovlev uh and um yeah this was this was a good fight um you know Roberts he was really pushing the pace in the first round um like moving forward you know throwing a lot of like one two combinations you know really trying to put that pressure on um Yakovlev um but you know Lakovlev um yeah he he did um kind of absorb that pressure uh and it was like i don't know i i think his issue at the start was um it looked like he was hurt i think he got stunned early on um but Roosevelt he um I think he crowded himself a bit 
you know, so um, he wasn't able to capitalize on that. So it, everything ended up in a clinch. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that su- that suited Yakovalev um, for the rest of that round to clinch up because at range, Roberts was um, Roberts was doing well. You know, Roberts was landing well. Um, and utilizing his range uh, in the second round, um, Yakovalev he gets a takedown. Um, you know, uh, but um, you know that takedown he's able to get into um, side control. So, yeah, that was. Very good for him. Um, he was using real good control, you know. Um, so, um, so Roberts wasn't able to do a lot, and he did throw down a few nice elbows, but mainly to the body, you know, which was, um, yeah, I think that was a sensible thing. If you can't land on the head, yeah, there's the body. So uh, yeah, you know, mess that up. You know, bring the hands down. Like it helps gas out the opponent. Um, but Roberts, I think he did time. Um, he was trying to get up, but. Yakovalev, um, he got him down again with a nice ankle pick. So yeah, like, ah, he was really showing. I think he's really showing. You know, he he's good game plan and strategizing because yeah, as mentioned, like the first round he didn't really, he didn't really want to be standing up with Roberts. You know, so uh, yeah, second round he was playing it well. Um, Roberts, he was, um, you know, throwing his legs up. He started to, um, you know, he, he got back into guard. He's throwing his legs up. And um, he did get. It, you know, towards the end, it, it did look like he, he got a nice arm bar on um, Yakovalev. You know, which was a bit like, oh. It, yeah, it, it was looking a little tight. You know, but Yovalev was able to survive it. Um, the round did end on the feet. Uh, where, um, you know, Roberts was Definitely doing his thing, you know. So he, he he was throwing some hard shots, and he was able to um defend at another takedown um, attempt. So yeah, I think going into the third, it was probably one all. You know what I mean? I I would probably say, um. So the third round, Yakovalev, he, he went for another takedown. Roberts used, you know, some real good sprawl. 
to uh, to to stuff it, and he was throwing. Um, he he threw on a guillotine attempt, yo. Know, uh, which at first it was looking like it was a little tight, but Yakovlev, you know, he spun out of it nicely, you know. Um, and he did try. Uh, yeah, he 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 tried to um, get Robert, but they scrambled back to their feet. Um, yeah, I think Yakov he 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 then tr- he he was trying to get a lot of takedowns, which they for the most part they did get stuffed. He um he managed to land one, but. You know, Roosevelt, uh, he he got back to his feet pretty quickly, you know. And then he landed his own takedown, which was, yeah, that was, I mean, it was an interesting one. Because, you know, Yakov was looking good on the ground. But, yeah, Roberts took him down um, and got into mount as well, which I think he, he was pretty smooth, you know, pretty quick and smooth. It was how Roberts got got that mount. Um, but you know, Yakovlev was able to get up. They ended on the feet, but yeah, Roberts was landing well again on his feet. So yeah, I I think Roberts took the third, uh, which kind of led for him getting a unanimous decision, which was um. Yeah, a definitely a good look for him. Uh so um the next fight was whew, we were seeing the debut of um uh, I'm gonna butcher this one. Um Abu Ab Abaka Numerega Numer Oosh man Khabib's cousin. Okay, I yeah, it's not it's not great. I I you know I should like his name is so hard to pronounce. God damn it, a babakar, a babakar. I'm just say a babakar because yeah, I I can't. Yeah yeah, I'm struggling. Um, and he was fighting um David Tawada. So this is at welterweight, and um. You know, so why does you know he's he's had some good fights, so this was gonna be interesting, but you know, Khabib's cousin. So we were like everyone knows how Khabib fights, so it was a bit like, oh, what's gonna happen here? You know? Uh and um I think because of that. Zuada, you know, he was he was throwing early, you know, really trying to I think stamp his dominance on the fight. Um yeah, because you don't want to um be backing up, you don't want to give ground because you don't are oh, that stifling game Khabib's got. Uh, and so with a Babakar, you know, training with Khabib, 
there is that worry that he can do that same. You know, he's got that same attack. Uh, and I think because Sawadari is kind of worried about the takedown, you know, he gets caught with a real good, um, a real good right from um, Abubakar. You know, really kind of snapped his head back uh, with that. And um, it then allows Ababakar to get a really nice takedown. It was just so, you know, head gets snapped snapped back and then boom. Like, just so well-timed, you know. Uh, So, yeah, he's got the takedown. And um, he's really driving forward. Forward with the takedown as well So he's really, you know, driving the shoulders in The head down Really putting pressure onto Wada Which, oh, that cannot feel good, right? So he's doing his thing And there's there's that just anticipation of What is going to happen now So it was... A big shock when Sawada throws his legs up. Um, he he goes for an armbar, but can't land the armbar. And you you kind of think Ababakar is probably just so confident in his um ground game that he didn't really. Defend himself You know So the legs are there He's gone for the armbar And instead of um, You know Really kind of Positioning himself Like coming back up He he stayed And allowed Tawada To um, transition into a triangle now, don't get me wrong, it wasn't, it wasn't a slow thing. Like, Zawada was very slick with it. Very slick with it. Um, and so, yeah, he gets that, he throws on the triangle. And you do think that Ababakar can still, there's possibly still a bit of time for him to escape. But. Again, I think he was just a little bit confident, a bit of it overzealous, stayed there. Um, Zawada then uses the arm as well. So he's got a triangle and an arm bar now. Um, and you see a Babakar tries, you know, he's thinking like, what the fuck? What's this happening here? And uh, yeah, he's just forced to tap. Forced to tap And Tuwada is Buzzing He is on cloud nine Obviously You know what I mean Obviously And you just see the dejection On Ababaka Yo he is Oh Just crushed man Really crushed It's just like oh Bad but yeah A great win for um, Zawada man A real good win for Zawada And uh Yeah 
<laughs> it, it, it's not been a um, it's not been a great night for the um, for the Russians so far. You know what I mean? They are currently now o for three. Yeah, o for three. So um, we now have next fight. We're up to middleweight, and we've got uh, Roman Kop Kopalov. Against Kyle Robinson So uh, Yeah um, Round 1 starts And um, I think they're both Using a lot of movement You know what I mean they're, they're really Really well matched here It's kind of a little Chess game They are um, Really kind of Trying to get the foot placement, you know, trying to set everything up so they can, you know, they can get the most out of it all. Um, Kopolov, he's he's throwing a lot of spinning attacks, you know, trying to land those on Robinson. Um, but Robinson, you know, he he's very methodical. He, he's you know he's a clinician in there, so. Yeah, he's using his jab, he's using his movement It's a good first round, very close, you know what I mean? Second round starts And um, Robinson, he, he's really attacking with um, Yeah, he, he's really attacking with um, his, his right, uh, right leg kick I mean, really going for those legs, and and I think we see him like pressuring more this round, really trying to implement because yo, know, if he puts the pressure on Kopolov, he can't do those spinning attacks, and that was, you know, that seemed to be the majority of his arsenal in that first round. He was really liking those attacks. So Robinson, yeah, he he realised that And so he is now, you know, utilising his experience to take that away Yeah, so that was, you know, that was smart That was smart So round three um, Kopolov, he's come out um, You know, he's come out hard Hard and fast, you know. He he's he didn't have a great second round, so now he's really, you know, he's really trying to throw a lot of combinations to um, yeah, to to pressure Robertson and um, you know, try and end the fight. He goes for a takedown, which um, yeah, Robertson. Yeah, he uh, squashes that um, And uh, Robinson, he's throwing a lot of leg kicks now Which uh, which are definitely slowing Kopolov down You know um, And Yeah, they're, they're, they're um, exchanging uh, Like you know, they're exchanging punches, you know, trying to throw, throw those combinations 
And um, yeah, Robinson pokes, um, no, sorry, Kobala pokes Robinson in the eye. Which, you know, like, Robinson doesn't take a lot of time, but yeah, you, you definitely see his eye is, is it, you know, it's not great. It, it's very, like, it's, it's cut above, there's a lot of blood. Um, you know, so you're just thinking, how compromised is Robinson going to be now? So on the restart, um, yeah, Kupalov, he's um, attacking to that bad eyesight. You know, he he's really, you know, throwing punches and kicks to that side to, um, yeah, try and take Robeson out. Which, I mean, you can understand it, but that is the big problem about eye pokes, man. You know? And when someone doesn't want to take the full five. Now, you understand why they don't want to take the full five. Especially if they've been doing well in the lead up to that. You know, so if, if you're um, gassing someone, you've hurt someone, you don't want to take the full five and give them time to recoup. You know what I mean? But it does put you in a compromising um, situation. But the good thing is, Robeson, he stays composed, you know, and, um, yeah, I think he, he lands, um, some leg kicks, which put pause to Kopalov, so that, you know, that was a good move, and, um, yeah, then Robeson, he goes for a takedown, gets it, and, uh, I think straight away, he um, he gets the back. He re- he goes for the back straight away, and uh, yeah, just throws in that rear naked. You know what I mean? So he throws in the rear naked, and at first it's on the chin, but then it just you just see it slide under. Ah, oh, and when it slid underneath, you're just like. Oh, well, yeah, that's it. It's done, baby. So that uh, that was great. That was great because, you know, I think Robeson was winning that third round. You know, he's winning the third round. The eye poke really could have fucked everything up. So it, it, it was nice that, um, yeah, it, it, you know, he didn't have to suffer because of that. So, uh, yeah, that was all good. And, um, yeah, so Robeson gets the um, gets the win with a minute left in the third. So, uh, yeah, we, we now go to the welterweight division. And it's Sergei um, Ush Kanandako. Yeah, yeah, I butchered that. Against Rustam Kovalov. A lot easier name to say. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, now Russia are, are 0 for 4. So, but this fight, two Russians against each other, which is, uh, yeah, always an interesting one when that happens. Because it's just like, oh, I wonder who the crowd is um, 
who the crowd is going for. So with the first round, yeah, they they're both coming forward. You know what I mean? Just um, yeah, throwing some some good kicks. You know, really attacking. So um, yeah, Sergey is um, yeah, he 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 he's really, you know, throwing those kicks, trying to um. Ain't take out um, Kovalov, but Kovalov is you know he's um he's timing the kick and countering with the overhand, which so it's all a bit like ah who is um yeah who's going to stamp their dominance on this you know what I mean um yeah so. Kovalov, he um he gets a a quick takedown. Sergey scrambles, um and they're back to their feet. So, ain't there's there's a lot of um clinching for the rest of the round really on the fence. Uh, but yeah, Kovalov, he's he's not able to um. Advance, you know, he's not able to use defense and get a takedown. So, uh, but ain't with all of that, you're like, oh, is it gassing, um, Sergey? You know what I mean? So, second round, yeah, Kovalov, he's um, he's clinching up again. He he's really, you know, he's really trying to utilize that clinch. To get the takedown, and um, he does get one, so he does get a takedown. Uh, after a, a you know a lot of um, fighting, you know a, a lot of jockeying. Um, but again, Sergey, you know he he uses the fence. He gets back up. Um, but he does get taken down again. So. Kovalov, I think he's finally, he's finally able to start to implement his game. You know, he, he's really trying to suffocate um, Sergey here. Uh, so in the third round, you know, Sergey, Sergey, he he's trying to throw kicks. You know, trying to throw kicks to slow um, Kovalov down. Um. And uh, stop him from getting takedowns. Um, but yeah, Kovalov he gets a takedown in the middle of the octagon now. But uh, yeah, Sergey he he's able to move back to the fence to get up. But yeah, he he's now. I don't know what it is because you you know at the beginning he was able to. Um, you know, he was able to show some good takedown defense, but yeah, as the fight went on, yeah, he, he's just getting taken down and just controlled. You know, it's it's not like a crazy lot of damage or anything like that, but yeah, this was all about the control, and uh, yeah, Kovalov he showed that. So he um yeah he wins 
He gets a, a unanimous decision. You know, it's not like a crazy fight, but he he did show. Um, I think he did show a lot of fight IQ. You know, so that was good. But uh, yeah, now is the um, the main event of the prelims. It was um, Dolce Lumumbola, Lugumbola, uh, who, man, like in his first fight, oh, he looked crazy. You know what I mean? He's like powerful, big, and you're thinking, oh, he could be a new name at the light heavyweight division. But uh, yeah, this time he is fighting Magmamed Ankaliev. Um And yeah, so you're just like, oh, what's going to happen? Because Ankaliev was the bigger fighter. So it's a bit like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Because yeah, you, you think like Lumumbola is big. So yeah, it's like, oh shit, Ankalov is actually big. Bigger, so this could be interesting, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I think I, the, the real big thing was so you're you know, we've seen Lumen Bowler's power, so it was just like, what is gonna happen? What is gonna be the game plan of this fight? So, Ankalov, he's he's pushing forward and Really just keeping Lumenbola against the fence. You know, not allowing him to uh, have that just free range. You know, so he's he's re- it's a really smart move. You know, because Lumenbola, all he seems to have is, is just, he's just swinging. You know, he's just like trying to just Row, but it, it, it nothing is well tuned. You know, there's not a lot of finesse here. So Ankolov is able just to pick him off. You know, which was um, yeah. I don't think it was expected. You know, so now we're in the second round. Um, and yeah, they they they're um exchanging some leg kicks. Lulam Bowler goes for a takedown that you're like, huh, okay. But yeah, it, it, I think it was a bit telegraphed. You know I mean? like, I, yeah, I, I think it was um, kind of easy to see. So Ankalov, he avoids it and um, yeah, gets, gets. To, um, gets him to the fence Where Ankolov is able to take Lulambola down And just control him You know, he controlled him for the rest of the round And just methodically Just land elbows You know what I mean, just And, oh, just horrible elbows so we, we, I think we're really seeing Lulambola tire now. You know, I think he's um, 
man, like, I don't, he didn't expect this to happen, didn't expect it, so we're seeing, it's very interesting, you know, because we're seeing him under pressure, and how he, he can adapt to it all, so, third round, Lulambola comes forward, um, yeah, comes forward to try and take, uh, you know, take Hankaliv out, because, you know, he, he, he wasn't happy with that second round, he hasn't been performing well, he was wanting a knockout, so yeah, he, he's pissed, and he's come forward, but, you know, his issue with this, with this fight, there's just not enough finesse, you know what I mean, so he's rushed forward, and Anchor Love just throws up a kick, straight up the middle, so it was very, um, very similar to Anderson C- Anderson Silva, Vitor Belfort, or, um, oh my god, ah, the, the karate dude, fuck, um, ah, oh, I can't think of his friggin' name, but he did it to Randy Couture, you know what I mean, he's, he's gone over to Bellator now, um, but yeah, it was, oh man, this kick, straight up, heel, bam, on Lumen Bowler's chin, oh, it was crazy, and it's so weird, it was like in slow motion, Lumen Bowler is just, you know what I mean, he's just falling back, just like, yeah, like it, he's in slow motion, but Ankalev isn't, and so he comes forward, lands a nice hook as Lunan Bowler is falling, and uh, yeah, the ref is boom, straight in because oh, it's done. You know what I mean? Yo, this is over now, baby. Whoo. Oh, that that was a a really good fight for Ankalev and a real good fight to end the prelims. You know, because we'd seen some good fights, we've seen some interesting fights, some great performances. You know, like Zawada, Robertson, um, Roberts fought well. You know, but like you know, to end on that knockout. Man, that really kind of puts the pin on the prelims. So everyone now is amped, ready for the main card, you know? Okay, so we're on the main card now. And, um, yeah, staying in the light heavyweight division. So it is um, Clidson Abreu against Shamil Gamzatov. Yeah. Gamzatov? Yeah, I think that's right. So, um, 
Yeah, this was an interesting one. Because they are both real good on the ground. Um, so, yeah, it was just a bit like, um, how is this going to play out? Uh, so, Abreu, he, he's come forward, pushing forward, and they're exchanging um, leg kicks. You know what I mean? So, they're, they're both real... Ah, you can see they're both up for this fight. Um, yeah, like Abreu kind of seems that Abreu is is possibly the faster of the two, you know. But um, yeah, no real takedown attempts or anything like that. This is straight up, straight up standing, you know. Uh, second round, and um. Gamzatov is uh he he's throwing a lot more kicks this round. You know, because like they started off in the first exchanging, but then um Gamzatov kind of yeah, he kind of moved away from the kick. But um Abreu is you know, he's able to read and uh and counter the kicks with punches. So he's giving um, Gamatov pause on that attack because they're naked kicks, really, that Gamatov is throwing. So it's just like he he needs to mask them and and probably throw the kick off a a, a one two something like that. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So Abreu is countering well. And um, he's uh, he gets a, uh, a, a a nice little takedown, a little trip takedown at the end of the round. So uh, yeah, third round, and like this is a close fight, but you're thinking maybe Abreu is up. So yeah, third round and. Um, Gamatov is, you know, he's he's real pushing forward because I think he knows that he's behind and um yeah he's trying to make it happen. So Abreu not really able to get any takedowns this round, so it's just a stand up. Gamatov he's pushing forward and um yeah it's a little bit scrappy, but you know it's fun. It's all fun, but it was a bit of a surprise that this went as a split decision to uh, Gamatov. You know, it, yeah, I think a lot of people were shocked about that one. So next up, it's Anthony Rocco Martin against Ramazan Imev. Uh, so this is, you know, we're in the welterweight division now, and um, yeah, like I don't know, Martin, he he was really just pumping himself up at the start of this fight. I mean, he, he's going a bit crazy, so um. Yeah, round starts and he is he's fainting a lot and trying to keep um keep a real fast pace. 
Yeah. Imev, he goes for a takedown. Rocco, um, sorry, Martin, he's, uh, yeah, he, he's able to, uh, fraught that. Like, he goes for a Kimura. So, he, he uses the Kimura attempt, um, to, yeah, just kind of stop Imev, you know? And it was a good Kimura attempt as well. You know, it was, yeah, it was very close. Um, so, yeah, Imov, he, he's trying to implement his, uh, his jab. Um, but I think Martin, he's, um, he, he's just keeping that fast pace. You know, he's keeping that fast pace and he's, um, Using a, a a real good leg kick, a real good leg kick to kind of slow Emeb down and uh, just kind of throw him off his game. So Emeb he goes for another takedown. Um, Martin he uses a guillotine this time to uh, to um kind of stop it. So Emev he escapes from the guillotine, um, but you know Martin he he uses the fence to get up. So uh, yeah, like it's not bad. It's all pretty um, interesting. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it, it's it's all very back and forth. They're like. Oh man, you know they're going for it. You know what I mean? So um yeah, Martin's throwing some good combinations. Uh Emev is is trying to counter, but he when he rushes in on Martin, whew, Martin lands a really good uppercut. You know what I mean? Oh, oh man, it was just like it was one of those uppercuts where you just like, oh, how is he on his feet? You know, that that's gotta hurt, right? Um, so yeah, Ebev he goes for another takedown, and um, yeah, Martin, I think he's like the Kimura is his um, that's his takedown defense. You know, instead of sprawling or anything like that, he's just he's gonna attack. That that's his uh his way of telling Emov Yeah, he probably shouldn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? You you probably shouldn't. So um Ah, you know what? That that will yeah, that was basically the first and second round. All of that. So it was kind of crazy. Third round Emov is is really pushing the pace. You know, he, he's pushing things because I think he feels he's um down two rounds here. Um Yeah. But I think it's probably Emov's best rounds for landing. But Martin is he is really kind of 
he's doing well with with just keeping things moving. You know, he he's not trying to do anything crazy, put himself in a bad situation. You know, he's pacing everything. You know, he's just kind of controlling things. You know, and just keeping Emov at bay with with his jab. You know, I mean, jab and some nice combinations. So, yeah, I think it was clear that Martin had, um, you know, he'd taken that round. And, uh, yeah, taken the fight, man. It was, it was a good performance from Martin, you know. Um, and, you know, when you think, hadn't seen, like, last time we'd seen Martin in the cage was um, his fight against Damian Meyer. Which didn't go to plan So uh, yeah this was a good fight for Martin He's right into ship So it'll be interesting to see uh, See what he does moving forward So uh, yeah round The next fight we're back up to light heavy It's a lot of light heavyweights this uh, this card And um, it was Cadiz Ib um, Ibrag Ibrag Ibrahimov against uh, Ed Herman, old short fuse. So um, yeah, I think we're just gonna say Cadiz because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher that last name. <laughs> oh man, yeah, these Russian names are difficult. <laughs> so first round and Cadiz. Is uh, attacking with a lot of flurries But Herman, he's a veteran And he's um, he's staying composed You know what I mean? Staying composed in there But, you know, Cadiz is, you know, he's moving forward He's trying to push Herman against the fence um, To take him down But yeah, Herman, I mean, he, he, he's not, yeah, he's, he's not going to be easy to take down, and so he's, um, he, he's really framing things up well, using his forearm to, um, create space, and then he's attacking with nice knees and elbows, I mean, so, yeah, it, it was a real good, I think, like, sometimes Herman is a bit reckless, but this round, he's, he's really showing a lot of great fight IQ, you know, he's not rushing, he's staying composed, he's keeping his focus, and, uh, yeah, he's just stifling Cadiz, you know, and then punishing him. So second round, Herman is um, yeah, he's he's attacking with some nice leg kicks, nice leg kicks. Cadiz, um, he he's trying to explode, you know, trying to explode with um, yeah. A, a lot of um a lot of different attacks but um 
you know, it ends up with more clinching against the fence. So, you know, he's getting back into Herman's wheelhouse, really, you know? And so, uh, yeah, Herman is, he's just really lighting Cadiz up with his knees. You know what I mean? He's utilizing the knees, again, framing well, and just punishing Cadiz. But all of this clinch work, they are definitely tired here. You know what I mean? So, going into the third round, whew, they are waning. And so, the punches, they are all getting a little, getting a little wingy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Probably a few more wings and a... You know, Kentucky bucket right now. But, um, yeah, Candice is, um, man, he, he, he's trying to, um, land that big overhand right. You know, he gets a quick takedown, but can't hold Herman. Herman is up straight away. And, uh, yeah. He's he, again. He's utilizing the knees, tacking with the knees, gets Cadiz against the fence, and um, yeah, he's up unloading, you know, unloading. So um, I don't know. Cadiz he gets another takedown, but he's um, yeah, he is so tired. He's just not. Doing anything. He's basically laying on top of Herman. So. Herman. He's. um, You know. He's not. He's keeping a very active guard. So he's throwing up a lot of. um, Submission attempts. Which is. uh, A bit of a surprise. You know what I mean? Bit of a surprise. But uh, yeah. Cadiz, he, you know, he doesn't really want that, so they're back on their feet, and, um, yeah, Herman is, um, yeah, he just utilises his game, he's pressuring, and uh, I think that's the thing, it was the pressure, it was the fight IQ that really just sold this for, um, sold this for Herman, so he gets a uh, nice unanimous decision. So now we are um, down to welterweight, and we have Zalim Imadev, I think it's Imadev, against uh, Danny Roberts. And, uh, man, this was a good fight. This was a, a really good fight. So, first round starts, and Zalim, he's pushing forward. Really pushing, but Roberts is, um, he's catching him a lot, you know, he's catching him a lot with, um, his leg kicks, which is, uh, disrupting Zalim's, um, forward motion, um, you know, Zalim is, he's trying to counter Roberts, 
that you know so he's trying to counter the um you know the leg kick with the overhand so um ain't what's surprising roberts gets a takedown so uh, yeah roberts gets a takedown but you know can't hold zaleem so zaleem's back on his feet and um he's uh yeah, he's he's throwing some big shots. You know, he's really trying to implement pressure and land some heavy shots on Roberts. Like he is like because he's loading up with a lot of power, it, it's giving Roberts time to uh step out of range. You know what I mean? Um and uh yeah. Roberts, you know, he he's moving, stepping out of range, but gets caught with a head kick. Whew, gets caught with a big head kick. Um which he eats and uh yeah, he he uh he goes for a takedown. Goes for a takedown, but takedown gets reversed, which you kind of think it could be because Roberts maybe is a bit stunned. You know what I mean? Maybe a bit stunned, <sighs> which is you know, I, I it was a close round, but I think Zaleem took the first. You know what I mean? So second round, and um. Yeah, because of yeah, because of all the pressures Lean brought in the first, Roberts he, he's he's uh, getting a bit reckless with his attacks. You know, so he goes for another takedown, which Zaleem reverses, which is just a bit like, oh, god damn it, Roberts, man. Ah, it's not looking good. So, um, yeah, Salim is um, don't know. He he's really kind of timing his attacks. You know, so Roberts is going a bit crazy. Salim's timing, and uh, yeah, just landing well. But, man, it, it was kind of a crazy, it started to get real crazy. So near the end of the round, Zaleem throws a, um, a left, throws a left hook. Roberts ducks and comes back with a, oh, a, a huge overhand Huge overhand right, which man just catches Zaleem perfectly, you know, and like he, he kind of does like a, a three sixty, just spins him around. Robert spins him around with the punch, and um, yeah, Zaleem goes down. Roberts on him, landing punches. 
Referee jumps in and stops it. Which was crazy. Because, you know, I think there was just a few seconds left in that second round. And, um, yeah, Roberts, I don't know. Like, Zaleem was having a real good fight. You know, Zaleem was really having a good fight. But, yeah, Roberts just caught him. Just caught him with that perfect shot and gets a, gets a TKO win, which was a real good look for him. So, um, yeah, now it's the co-main event, which, um, yeah, was going to be the main event. So it was meant to be um, Alexander Volkov against Junior Dos Santos. Santos hurts his leg, so, uh, yeah, in steps Greg Hardy, so Hardy comes in short notice, and um, this gets, you know, moved down to the co-main, yeah, and I think the, the interesting thing with this was, it is clearly... Hardy's, you know, toughest opponent so far he's faced, you know, so I think it was one of those fights where Volkov clearly should win on paper, but Hardy has shown some, you know, good athleticism, and, you know, in some of his fights, he, he's landed that big shot, you know, he's landed that big shot, got the, t- you know, so gets that knockout, but we have seen him gas, so it was just a bit like, all right, what is Volkov gonna do, and especially after Volkov's last fight, because the last time we saw Volkov in there was against Derek Lewis, where he was lighting Lewis up for, I don't know, basically 14 minutes and 58 seconds. And it was just that lapse in judgment and he's knocked out. So, you know, that was his last fight. So it's just like, is Volkov going to be susceptible to a big punch, is he going to be cautious, like, what the hell is going to happen here, um, and, (laughs) so, it, it, essentially, it pretty much goes how it should go, you know, this fight, we, we saw Volkov's level, you know, and, Hardy, he just couldn't do anything. He couldn't do anything. Now, Hardy, you know, I think he he showed heart. You know what I mean? He, like, he, he was moving forward. He was trying. But he just didn't have that, that fight IQ. He didn't have the... Um, the variety of weapons, you know, so he was very one note, 
He was very predictable in what he was attempting to do. So, um, yeah. So, Volkov was, um, you know, able to keep Hardy at range, you know, with um, some some nice overhands and um, and kicks, you know. And I think a problem for Hardy as well was he wasn't throwing combinations a lot, you know. Wasn't throwing combinations and any time he went for a takedown, they were just so telegraphed. It was so obvious. So, yeah, Volkov was just picking apart at range, essentially. That was this fight. You know, Volkov, you did think, like, should Volkov have really upped the tempo and taken him out? You know, because he controlled the fight. But I do believe that Volkov didn't want to get knocked out. You know, he didn't want another Derek Lewis situation. So this fight, he is being, he's being very cautious. You know, his game plan is fight at range, use my kicks, use my length, just pick him apart. And uh, he just kept to that game plan, you know. So it it was a methodical, clear victory for Volkov, um, and a sensible one, you know. I I do think that he could have probably taken Hardy out, but I can understand why why he did what he did, and I think it what this fight does it it was good because it gives Hardy. Um, more ring time, and I think it also made it clear what he needs to brush up on. You know what I mean? Because yeah, there's definitely a lot of work that Hardy needs to do to uh, to be able to try and um, just become. More than just a, uh, you know, just a name. Because, you know, if he doesn't develop the rest of his game, I don't think he's going to be in the UFC for for a long time. You know what I mean? But it'll be interesting to see who they put him up against in the next fight. Because um, Lewis has made it clear that he wants to fight Hardy. But, um, yeah, that's not a good fight for Hardy. It's definitely not a good fight for Hardy. So, yeah, it will be interesting to see who he gets in the next fight. And also Volkov, you know what I mean? I think maybe a fight for Volkov could be um, Volkon, Uzumir. I think that could be a good fight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um... Yeah, now we get the main event. So it's a beat Magomed Sharipov against Calvin Cater. So this is at um Yeah, this is at Featherweight 145. But only a three round fight. Only a three round fight. Which is 
very frustrating. And um, I think what this is, is that um, it plays more into Zabit's wheelhouse. Because we have seen him, we've seen him get tired. Go okay, So I think he wanted to do a free rounder because he's fighting at home. Um and yeah, he, he wants to um he wants to win. Now at the end of the fight he does he did say he, he had a staff infection but kind of be like listen if you you know if you can't do a five round then don't take this fight. You know what I mean? Like don't take the fight. Because I he could have held on for another card. You know, like they they needed a um you know a main event for the uh, the the Washington card. So yeah, this could have moved to there. This could have moved to Washington, um, and that would have given him enough time to you know train for a five. So yeah, I I do wonder. I do. The, it does bring up a lot of questions. So. You know, fight starts, and um, Zabit is pushing forward. You know, he's pushing forward, and he is really coming with that dynamic attack. You know, he's got that dynamic attack, but it's what we expected. He's fighting from range. He's throwing a lot of spinning attacks. Yeah. I, it's not a surprise what's happening here, and he's getting the better of the first round. Now, Cater is landing a good jab, so that is um, that's going well for him, and that is um, I think that's keeping Zabit honest because yeah, he's throwing a spinning, he's he, you know he's pressuring, but. Yeah, Cater is landing a good jab on him. Um, yeah, but, you know, it, it's just a bit like, yeah, it's all going how we expected. So the second round, and, um, yeah, Zabit, you know, he's still doing his thing. Like, two rounds, we've seen him do well on in, in two rounds, so this was not... Yeah, n- like, we're not surprised. Nothing is is shocking so far. You know, he so he's continuing to fight well at range. Um, and just, uh, I think just, yeah, just move well. You know, really just move well. So he, he gets a, uh, a real good sweep takedown on Cater. But um, yeah, Kate can't hold Kater down, so Kate is up. So he's up, and he's 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 just plugging away with that jab, you know, landing on Zabit well. But you know, Zabit's edging out the round. Now this is where it gets interesting. So third round, um, and. You know, Zabit, he, he, he's throwing some, 
you know, he, he's throwing well at the start of the round. But, you know, as expected, the beat starts to slow. The beat starts to slow and Cater is really coming on strong now. You know what I mean? So he's coming on strong um, and, and just taking over. So he's landing good uppercuts, hooks. You know, he, he's really taking it to the beat. You know what I mean? So he, he gets a takedown. Um while um yeah, the beat's trying to throw a uh flying knee. But yeah, the beat um no, sorry, ah Cater throws the flying knee, the beat takes him down. But the beat doesn't do anything. Going just not doing anything with the takedown. He is straight up tired. And Cater is just throwing. You know, he's throwing up elbows. He's just throwing. So that third round, Cater clearly takes the third. Clearly takes the third round. The beat so damn tired. So damn tired. So you're just like, ah, I wish this was a five round fight. I really, because it's just like, what happens in those championship rounds? Like, can the beat dig down, find another wind? Or does he just fall apart? So that's the question that, yeah, just doesn't get answered here. So um, in the interview in the cage, Zabit does call for the winner of Holloway Volkanovski. But it is a bit like, mm, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I don't know if he gets that fight. Because, you know... Again, like we, he gets tired every fight in the third. So, ah, I don't know if you give him that title shot. I think it's all gonna. I think it all will depend on what happens when Ortega fights Zombie, um, at the end of December. You know what I mean? So yeah. Like, I think the possibility could be the winner of that fights the winner of Holloway Volkanovski or the winner of Ortega Zombie fights the beat. But yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to, um, you know, to see what happens um, going forward. But, uh, yeah, man, so next week is, um, yeah, next week is Sao Paulo, you know, so that, that should be a, a lot of fun, you know, so we've got, um, oh, who is it, it's, um, Bal- Jan, Jan Bolkovich. Jan Blaukovic, yeah, 
Jan Valkovic against uh, Jacare Souza. So yes, yeah, Souza is moving up to um light heavyweight. Uh so it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, because I don't know. Souza has looked a little bit a little bit suspect in his last few fights. And we saw what Balkovich did to Rockhold. So it's just like, man, like what is gonna happen here? You know what I mean? But also on the card, we got Shogun against Paul Craig. It's meant to be um Sam Alvey, but Alvey got injured. And I do think this is a fight that Craig can win. Okay? I mean, if he could pull guard and just lock up a nice submission on Rua. Which I, I yeah, I kind of feel that's probably how it's gonna go. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that fight. Charles Oliveira against Jared Gordon. That's gonna be fun. I mean, there's some fun fights on this. Sergio Moyes against James Kraus. Man, that's a good fight. I mean, France Francisco Trinaldo against Bobby Green. Wally Alves against Randy Brown. Woo! We have got some good fights, man. Alright, so yeah, looking forward to this. Couple of female fights as well. Ariana Lipsky against Veronica Macedo. Uh, Tracy Cortez against Vanessa Mello. Man, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, tune in next week. And we're going to be breaking down that Sao Paulo card. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't know. We'll see what else is happening. I feel there should be an EBI coming up. But um, I can't remember. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see next week. All right. <laughs> Okay, so um, There's a bit of news this week uh, You know, there's been a couple of fights announced Which um, oh, Very interesting So um, Andrea Lee is scheduled to fight Lauren Murphy um, At uh, UFC's next trip to Houston On the 8th of February So that yeah, I mean, that would be an interesting fight um, Now oh, Two fights that are just woo, Really frigging good So um, the UFC is um, holding a event in Riley, North Carolina uh, On the 25th of January and uh, it looks like that's going to be headlined by uh, Junior Dos Santos against Curtis Blades. So that's a real good fight straight away. And um, also on that fight card, Frankie Edgar against Corey Sanhagen. Oh my god. Oh my god, that is such a great fight. I mean, Sanhagen has been looking 
so damn good. You know what I mean? So friggin' good of late. So, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, with um, Edgar making his debut at the um, Bantamweight division, this is a tough ass fight. Gary, this is not an easy fight. So, uh, yeah, he's on um, he's on a five fight win streak, and we've seen the way he fights off his back. He's got great flexibility. So, you know what I mean? Um, Edgar takes people down. We saw what he did against Yair Rodriguez, but if he takes Sanhagen down. There's going to be an active guard waiting for him. So I am very excited by this fight. This is great. And this is definitely a better fight than, you know, Edgar against McGregor. Because this is a fight of two fighters, the same, you know, like the same size. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to that, man. Looking forward to that. Now, there's also been some some just straight up weirdness, man. Some real weird bullshit happening. Um, you've got Cyborg, who has, you know, she signed with Bellator, and she pushed for that. You know, with with the way she was putting out the weird. Edited videos and shit at, You know At the end of a UFC run And you know She turned down the fight Against Nunes So it's all really weird That now she is, You know been talking With TMZ Saying that um, Before I signed with Bellator The first thing I asked Scott Coker was um, the possibility of fighting Nunes. Yeah, like, she wanted, um, you know, a champion chi champion event. And she's like, Coca said, yeah, maybe he'll be able to do it. Which is just like, that's not going to happen. Like, the UFC don't make co- co-venture events. Like, we know this. This isn't a new thing. And then especially with it's just like, um, yeah, Coca is just like, oh, yeah, if Dana calls me, he'll make the fight. Yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And it's just weird is if Cyborg really wanted that fight, she could have taken the fight in the UFC. Yo, Dana was going to let her do a one-fight contract for a rematch, but she didn't want to do it. So this is just, I think it's just bullshit. Because, you know what I mean, it's just to be like, oh, look, I do want to fight, but I don't really want to fight. Because you know that fight is never going to get made. And then on top of that, got friggin' Tyson Fury's dad 
going at Dana, like trying to ask him for a fight because Dana said he doesn't understand why Fury wants to fight in MA. He's just going to get taken apart, you know. And the weird thing about the interview, it, it wasn't a, um, you know, it, it wasn't a case of White just go, like, calling, you know, Fury names, saying he's trash and shit. He's just like, look, he's a great boxer. There's great fights for him in boxing. That's that's probably the best bet for him. You know, make that money, do those big fights. Because, look, yeah, Fury is a, you know, he's a good puncher. But he hasn't trained in mixed martial arts. He's talked about, you know, going to SBG and training with Connor. We've seen the video of him working out with Darren Till. But that's. There's, there's not a lot of time for him to, you know what I mean, get takedown defense in there, leg kicks, all of that, all of that different shit that he will need. So, yeah, if he moves to mixed martial arts, he's gonna get taken apart. But yeah, Fury's dad ain't having it, and he just came off very fucking weird, very weird. But um, that's probably about it. Oh, one thing that is very interesting: Luke Rockhold is going to be fighting Nicky Rodriguez at Polaris 12. God damn, that's good. I I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean that's gonna be a lot of fun. And so yeah, that's the 30th of November in Newport, Wales. So um. Man, yeah, who who wouldn't want to see that? It's going to be on Fight Pass. That's going to be great. So, uh, yeah, people, um, that's it. That is it for another episode, and we will be back next week doing uh, UFC Sao Paulo and um, whatever else is going on. All right, people, peace.